For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Tell somebody you have to travel before you appreciate coming home. If you are always home, home is boring. But when you travel, look forward to coming home. And then it's like, I can't wait to see that rough route to my house. (laughs) But um, I believe that God is going to be taking us international. Was it last night? Prophet was preaching in the U.S. and uh, he talked about the need to the four phases of our ministries, the four different areas: Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. And he said that you must you must travel. I mean, after a while, where you are now, they don't see you again. I mean, he, when he explained using the allergy, I understood it so clearly because I have sons who are allergic. They have allergies. So I understood it so clearly that, that sometimes the only trouble is that we know you. That's the only trouble. And so you have to go to a different place. And I believe that many of us who are here, one day, you go to a different place. But some of you shouldn't go anywhere. Even here, cry, I've not preached. Even here, your hometown, cry, your Jerusalem, you have not preached. You want to go to Samaria. I'm not going anywhere. Start preaching here in Jerusalem. You won't cry from that one too. Ah, start until, until you start. There's no basis to go to Judea and Samaria when Jerusalem is not touched. So you must exhaust all those things. Hallelujah. Father, tonight I thank you for this opportunity to gather here. It's always nice to be with brothers and sisters. It's a nice company. It's a nice feel. It's a nice atmosphere of, of love and togetherness. And I pray that, Lord, this evening will be no exception. But be our, be our guide, our God. Be the one who will lead us this evening into your perfect will. And bless us in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated. 
what's, what brings us here this evening is the church. Is the church. There are bankers here. There are businessmen here. There are doctors, teachers, every kind of gathering. And pharmacists. I'm also here. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I can't be left out. And um, we, are, we are here. And uh, what, what brings us together is the church. And um, the difference between a Sunday gathering and tonight's, our Wednesday, seventh armed and trained service is the level or degree of seriousness are you here this evening of that we exhibit towards the work of of the ministry and um and so our being here is because uh inclined or, or serious about building the church amen and i hope that's the case and I hope that uh, there's no ordinary church member here. I hope not. Because we are, we are talking about building the church. Now, when it comes to building the church, one of the key, one of the key important things is that Jesus said he will build his church. He said, I will build my, his church. And the, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That's true. But the, the, the key part is he will build his church. It means that um, we are not properly, I don't know, let, let me say it carefully. We are not properly, fully responsible for this church building but we are rather supposed to be closely following instructions does it make sense am I saying something that is yeah he said he will build his church if your mother is cooking those of us whose mothers cooked and you were also allowed to be there when she is cooking and you are there to help she will tell you, cut the tomatoes, bring this, bring that. And, and she is cooking her cooking. And you are there to help or, or, or whatever. So you don't now say that, okay, I take over. You don't take over. You, I, I hope I'm saying you, you, you continue to do what she says. And when you stop doing what she says, if like any proper mother, she will suck you out of the kitchen. Go. You are just being stubborn, so I will suck you. Okay, go. Go and do what you want to do. You want to go and read. You want to. You are just being. So, Jesus is the one building his church. And we have been called to co-work or assist as it is. That is why this evening, I am sharing about Prophecies. Of the double mega missionary church prophecies yeah prophecies i mean this book 
we have used the book, uh, but we have always skipped chapter one to start from chapter five, six, seven, straight away into the, the campaigns. But we have not fully gone into this part of the book that the, the whole, this whole church building project is a prophetic thing. The whole, everything, around, it, it, is, it is a supernatural thing, this church building thing. And until you understand it like that, you will struggle unnecessarily. Amen. Amen. A prophecy is a statement of authority about something that God is doing or going to do. I hope with me a statement of authority. Some of us can also say things, but they don't carry weight. But a prophet, a man of authority, will make a statement about something God is doing or going to do. When, when, are you listening? When that happens, it becomes a roadmap. It becomes a roadmap. I mean, these days, my app on my phone maps is very very crucial even when i know where i'm going i still use it to avoid traffic and to find at this time of day this is the best route. in the morning you pass here the evening you pass here rush hour red 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 then you go a long route all blue then you are this is 35 minutes this is 72 minutes say hey is a help it's a roadmap it tells me where to go and and, and how to get to where I'm going. So a prophecy is like a roadmap. It's telling you what God is doing. And Ecclesiastes chapter 2, whatever God does is forever. It's forever. And, and that, I, 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 are you listening? You are very quiet. I don't know whether. Whatever God does is forever. Nobody can add or subtract to it. And that is what will, will happen. It will happen. When God says this, it's going to happen. So a prophecy is a roadmap that is a guide to know what God is doing. So if you are wise, do some. Yeah. What it means is that anybody who is not mindful of these prophecies is a person who is not mindful of the the way to a place using the map. I don't know whether I'm saying that thing well. Are, are, you, are you following me? Some of you are, you are not, you don't do maps, you don't use maps, you don't understand what I'm saying. So, I have to explain it again. Yeah. The, the, the window is not working for some people. <laughs> it's not working. Pardon? You ask directions. <laughs> By the mango tree that, near the bola. <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying is that 
a prophecy is like a road map, is, is, a, is a direction, a direction giver to a place where we want to go. Because it is God talking to us who has mapped out the things already. He said, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, which means I'm the beginning and the end. It means I know how this thing will end. When you are watching a film, I watched before. You know this man will die, this man will die, this man won't die. This is the man at the film. This this guy watch you, watch you. Yeah, you see. Because you have watched a film already. So you know how it's going to be. And God has seen life already. So he knows what is going to work and what won't work. And in many, many films, they always make one man look very powerful, but he will die in the end. True or not true? Most films. So that man looks like somebody who is a major person. There was a certain film about um, a man... He was a loser. A man, no job, no proper. He was, he was a pickpocket. You know, but everything, he was always in trouble. Pickpocketing, and always police would catch him. And he never was successful. You know, and then there were two other guys who were scheming to go and rob a bank. You know, and so those two guys were like impressive major mafia men and thieves. And one man, young guy, useless guy around, who was just like a nobody. When they ask you to choose who you like, no one will choose that man. Because these guys had a very good plan to rob a bank and collect their money. And their plan worked. Oh yes. They robbed the bank, took their money, put it into some bag, and then took off and escaped. And the police couldn't find them. So they have escaped and they are going. But the money was in the in the pickup. And then when they turned some corner, the money fell out of the bag. And this pickpocket was standing there and he fell at his feet. I mean, so he was just there, then the bag fell from the car at his feet. And he looked left, looked right, nobody. So he took it and then went away. Millions of money. The man who the whole film has not done one successful thing. At the end of the film, he's a millionaire. You see, so if I say choose who you like to be in the film, you never choose him. But he's the greatest man in the film. God knows the end from the beginning. So when he's giving you direction, this is the way. Bible says, Isaiah, I think it's 21 or something, 30. This is the way. You will hear a voice in your ear. This is the way. Walk in it. Are, are you listening? That is the prophecy. That is what Jesus said. I will build my church. The whole church building issue is no longer ordinary. It is now a supernatural thing. And that supernatural thing, it is by divine instructions. Amen. And so the prophecies that we have in the Bible are maps that are leading us, guiding us to our destination of a big church. What it means this evening is if you try 
to go somewhere you don't know without a map, you will likely struggle. You will likely struggle. And you will likely, one, waste time and waste fuel and accomplish little. Because you don't know where you are going. And you are trying to use some signs, the mango tree. There are three mango trees on the third left. This road, is it a road or not a road? Because it's a narrow path between two houses. Is it a road? Because to me, that's number one. To you, that's not at all. You didn't count it. So you start counting from somewhere. You are lost. You are lost. Are, are, are you listening? So the, 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 if you are here this evening and you are into church building by means of being a pastor or being a shepherd, these prophecies must be important to you. They, they must be important to you because they are a clear guide on how to achieve the aim you, want, you say you want to achieve. It's a clear guide. It is a clear direction on where we are going. Hallelujah. Are, are you with me? And it means that anybody trying to build a church without recognizing or considering these prophecies are going to struggle unnecessarily. Anybody trying to build a church without con- duly considering the, the prophecies and the revelations in this book, you are going to struggle unnecessarily. You are going to burn energy and money and time with little to show for it. Because you are trying to, you are trying to uh, um, drive through. I remember once, many years ago, I was going to um, catch a ferry in, 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 in Sweden, going to catch a ferry. And I had come from Norway. I was going to catch a ferry, and I entered the city. I was following the highway. And by mistake, I missed one turning to the ferry. So I said, okay, let me go forward and find the next turning. But on a highway, the next thing was far away. So I took the next turning. Then I said, okay, let me try and find my way back to this way. So I was just trying to find my way back. I was looking for signs. I saw a long, a tall building. That building, where is it? I was trying to. Then I said, Charlie, and time was going. I had to catch a ferry. So I was now hot. So I stopped somewhere. I stopped a man. I said, sir, I'm going to the ferry. The man said, oh, no. <laughs> he said, oh, no. I said, oh, I, I need to catch the ferry at this time. The man said, no. I said, I beg you, show me the way to the ferry. He said, no, I can't show you. I can't. He said, where we are, to direct you to the ferry, I can't show you. I said, oh, what am I going to do? He said, wait. He ran to the office. He was in the office. Then he ran out again. He said, where you are, I can't direct you. Follow me. So I followed him. Hey, zoom, zip, left, we pass, corners, corners, corners. Look, I was lost. (laughs) I was very lost because 
on a highway just 10 minutes is very far very far he i was the last but one car to board the ferry if you try to do this church building on your own you are lost you are lost no 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 it's not a clap it's bad news i'm giving you because many are trying to do it on their own if you if you are trying to build this church by yourself without the prophecies that god has given us as a guide no 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 and the more you try to find the way the more lost you get yeah the more and and at a point where you are now it's impossible for you to ever find your way out somebody must take that's the that's what the prophecies are the, the prophecies are the map and that's somebody that will lead you out of where you are to the place where you want to go hallelujah so this evening we are gonna start by looking at we, we can't finish tonight i don't plan to finish but just for you to understand that what we are doing is prophetic and we need to have these things in mind to guide us and guard us on our journey amen, amen. so 25 prophecies for church growth number one and i'll group them for the sake of time because already our time is finishing i'll group them number one there shall be a rise of mountain like churches isaiah 2 verse 2 and 3 and it shall come to pass in the last days. these are the last days i tell you we are look tell somebody don't plan too much about many years the year the the world is finishing or, or you can't see it no or you, or you can't see it the evil has multiplied wickedness is everywhere the, the world is finishing it's okay and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be ex- exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it and many people shall go and say come ye and let us go up into the mountains of the lord to the house of the god of jacob and he will teach us that's why i know is the church where again will they teach you his ways and he will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths for out of zion shall go forth the law zion is the church and the word of the lord from jerusalem amen Amen. it means that in the last days the church is going to be the thing yeah prophet was preaching yesterday and was saying that listen many big companies and industries have collapsed and disappeared many look those who are all small you remember ghana house kingsway 
uh, uh, what again? GNTC, UTC, Glamour, UAC, Lava, Starlight, A Life. I mean, you are children, you don't know what they're talking about. You are children, you don't know what has come and gone. You are saying, I want to go and work for a big company. You are joking. You are joking, crap. I mean, all, one day I was thinking, many of the big industries, the rich men who were rich men when I was a child, I can't find them. I can't find them. Many big things have disappeared. And Bible says, it is the house of the Lord that will be exalted in the last days. This is what is going to work. Oh, look, let me tell you something. UD right now, it's probably the biggest Ghanaian industry outside governments. Very possible. Only maybe Anglo Gold will compete with us more. They cry, you're not sure. New months, you're not sure. They just make a lot of, okay, that's not good. <laughs> but, and they cry, they're not Ghanaian. Yeah, people have come from outside with money. We are homegrown. It's the church that is going to be a great thing. Amen. Amen. What I'm saying is that the church is supposed to be a great thing. And so all these small, 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 small churches, you are doing something wrong. You are doing something wrong. All these churches, 20, 25, 30, you are doing, that is not how the church should be. Next time, don't come. Yeah. You are 20 for one year, for, for five years, six years, seven years. Ah, what's wrong with you? It's supposed to be an exalted institution at the top of the mountains. That is the church. That is the church. Not something small that is easily despisable and dis- disregarded. We have, made, we have made the church look unimportant. We have made the church look like something which, which is just some small boys are playing. They're not serious. And that, that, is, that is what it looks like. Some young boys who don't know what they are doing have come together and they are just calling small boys and small girls. And they are just... That, your, your, your youthfulness should not be a measure of the size of the church. Oh, it's here too. Because... Let me, let me show you. Prophecy number three. There shall be a rise of little ones. Many who are little will turn to thousands. Isaiah 60 verse 22. A little one shall become a thousand and a small one, a great, a strong nation. And, and so never use your age or, your, or the start of your church as any criteria why my church is small. It shouldn't be small. I don't know why I've become quiet again. It shouldn't be small. There will be a rise of churches with many peoples. When you look at the book of Acts, when the church began, no, thousands. Thousands. No, no problem. We, we begin, Doma begins with small, so we can have small beginnings. We accept it. 
we start small. This UD church, we began small in a classroom with five students. So we start small. But you have stayed small. You are negating a prophecy. You are making a prophecy not, not come to pass. You are making a prophecy a lie. You are saying that what Jesus said, I will build my church in your case. It's not true. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a prophecy. It's supposed to be a... In the last days, it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. Who has seen a small house on the mountaintop before? Mansions and such things are... Oh, you don't watch proper films. Mansions and such things are what are built on mountain tops, not a small hut or something. It's always something big and grand. That is what we are supposed to be doing. But we are we have Jeremiah thirty and verse nineteen. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them, and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. Amen. Amen. That is the church that we are talking about. Where thanksgiving shall come out of them. Where again is thanksgiving? In your house. Your house, God, there's no prayer. How much more thanksgiving? Even to say grace for food, some people's houses, they don't say grace. Hmm? No, I mean, even food has come to just say grace. Let's pray over the food. You don't pray over the food. My house, we pray over the food. Oh, we pray. My house, my wife and I, there's the two of us, we're going to eat. She wait for me. Come and pray before we eat. And I'll pray before we eat. Why? Because there should be thanksgiving arising out of, out of, now, this is homeschool, but out of churches. There's none. Amen. And so, many of us have built miserable, shameful, disgraceful caricature of a church. You have gone to and, and, and even worse is that the church is not growing. If it is small, ah, I tell them all the time, I don't mind a small church. I mind a church that does not grow. I, you can be small. Small there. Where, who was not small before? Hey, who was not small before? We are small. Once you were a little baby, they were carrying you in one, with one hand, one hand, they could hold you with one hand like that and use the other hand to do full work. Now they can't carry you again. Look at Henry, who can carry <laughs> with one hand. They can't carry him again. Eh? Look at Steve. One hand, I can carry him. You are joking. But there was a time when, as he was going, you can hold him by the collar and lift him. And say, hey, where are you going? Go to sleep. And you just carry him to the bedroom. It is okay to be small, but to not grow. That's their problem. And their prophecy is the end of the matter 
established and exalted. I don't know why I'm quiet these days. Yeah. Amen. That's the church we are supposed to build. Hallelujah. There must be big churches. And I, I mean, we, we began, those of us, who, those who don't know, don't know, those who know, know, we began what we call a Centurion League on our pastor's page to see how many churches are doing 100 and over. Oh, it's been so nice to watch it unfolding. Yeah. And, and there are some people who are knocking at the door, but they can't enter. <laughs> they can't enter. They are knocking. 98, 98, they are there. I said, be there. No, 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 no. You haven't opened the door yet. It's not that. that it's not by, by uh, approximation. No. You must cross it. And then you must stay in it. Ah. Are you here this, this, this evening? Any pastor of a small church that is not growing, you are You are denying prophecy. You are negating. You are, you, you, are, you are making God a liar by saying that I will build my church. That church is not building. You are making God fail in your case. Yeah. Even if you are small, it doesn't matter. Grow. After a while, you should grow. After a year, you should be somewhere where you are not today. But you are the same place year after year after year after year. You are, you are making all the prophecies fail. As if you are deliberately trying to prove Jesus not Jesus. Yeah. You are trying to make him a liar. Amen. So, the prophecy... Is for big churches that are established at the top of the mountain. Prophecy number five. One and one, two, three, four are all about the size of the church. I'm just bunching them together. There shall be a rise of feeding pastors. And I will give you Pastor Jeremiah 315. And I'll give you pastors according to my heart. We shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. And it shall come to pass that what? When ye be multiplied and increased in the land. Let me stop here. There, There should be pastors who feed knowledge and understanding. Many pastors on the radios and other forum, what they are preaching is very questionable and, 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 and doubtful. No. There should be pastors who feed knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding what did, what did Daniel say? And I understood 
from what? From books. From books. How can you be a pastor you don't read books? How can you be a pastor? I mean, how can you be a pastor you don't read books? How? How? Well, you are you are canceling the prophecy. You are canceling the prophecy. You are being a pastor who does not feed knowledge. You just come and feed some old, good old bread. Or come and just give some message that when you are finished, we don't know what you have heard. Or who, I mean, I've been there before. You have heard a message. When they finish, the guy was just talking. I don't remember. I can't, I can't say I've learned something. I, I always determine, as you come to my study, before I'm going, you have learned something. They say, one, you carry something away. You are lying. Ha, you carry something away. You can go to a service, you don't know what you have learned. There should be, and, and number six, there shall be a rise of teaching priests. Second Chronicles 15 and verse 3. Now, for a long season, Israel has been without the true God and without a teaching priest. A priest who can teach. When you can teach, you, you have the power to impart knowledge and change the lives of people. Many of us in our churches I'm also one, I'm sure. But in the big churches, it is a bit more difficult. In the small churches, it is more unacceptable. But in some small churches, we have church members who are not born again. Even in our small churches, we have church members who are not born again. Because their pastor is not a teaching priest. He just comes and gives some encouragement. I see you, I see you, I see you, I see you. That's all. But to ensure that his members are, are taught in the word, he doesn't ensure that. Doesn't make sure that. If you are in my church and you go to hell, it's your fault. That one there is your fault. Because I try pa every time to make sure that I explain the born again in many different ways. I try. I try. Hey, whose cat is this? What's happening? Is it our cat? Why, why are you going? Hey, you're going to chase a cat. Amen. I'm, I'm talking about pastors. And that is why sometimes your church does not grow. The, you see, the prophecies, uh, um, those of us who came to the Tikrum Convention last week with the prophet Kakra, he said that many Christians are barren because it takes many things to make things work. You cannot make a nice jollof, you only add rice and stew. 
jollof. A nice jollof, eh? you add many things. You add beans, you add peas, you add carrots, you add beef, you add uh, small fish, you add, you add, you mix everything. That's a jollof. You mix it. Don't make the jollof just rice and stew, then mix it as jollof. No. It's not like that. For a thing to work, many things come to play. Yeah. But you are a pastor who doesn't have many things. No. You need, you need a lot of things to make the church work. Amen. Amen. Look, uh, we, are, we are talking about... Hey, our time is going. We are talking about growing the church. And it's, it's a prophecy. Hallelujah. This, this evening, one, one of the prophecies... Uh, we are, we are, we are, we'll continue. One of the prophecies that prophet has given us in this book is the Basentis. Is the Basentis. Yeah. And, and let me just make it very simple. A church that does not have Basentis is not likely to grow. Is not likely. Is it will not grow because the basenta is the engine of growth for the churches. All, there are 22 of them. I'm just picking one this evening for the sake of time. The basenta is so a church, you are trying to do church and you don't do basentas in your church. It's not going to grow. It's not going to grow. It's, it is not... Is not going to grow. It's going to be there. Or it's going to grow by massive, massive efforts and little fruits. Then you are exhausted and are tired. You are saying it doesn't work. The church growth, this church growth thing doesn't work. It works. It works. But you are trying to push a car that is in gear and the handbrakes are pulled. Huh. What? How, how far will you get? How far will you get pushing a car that the handbrake is pulled? You will see that the car is heavy or the car is difficult to... No, no, no. Even tipper track, you can push it. Even tipper track. I've seen them pushing tipper track before. <laughs> yeah, they can push tipper track. Men, men are pushing tipper track. Because it's broken down on the road, they are pushing it off the road. How much more a car? But the car will refuse to move when the handbrake is pulled. It 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 will. I, I hope you are listening. Yeah. It will be extremely difficult to grow a church if there's no. And, and you see, I can see many of cathedral pastors who are here, who are, are seeing that, preach, tell them. Tell them, tell their pastors to build their churches with their basentes. Every pastor has an obligation to pastor people. That is why I am now about to implement a new rule in this council that every pastor must preach at least once a week 
And if by a certain time you don't, a pastor, you don't preach once a week. No. It, it, you, know, you see, the, the, this, is the, this is the key. There are many requirements for pastors, PVCI, attending meetings, uh, um, bringing up shepherds, many, many requirements that a pastor must fulfill in the gift of government's book. But most of them are very difficult to measure. I can't measure your prayer, I can't measure interaction, I can't measure your visitation, I can't measure how you are bringing up pastors, are they difficult or you are not good, I can't measure a lot of things. What I can measure is how often you preach. That one there, there's a, we are making a spreadsheet. Sammy, how, when is it ready? Next Sunday, it's ready. Making a spreadsheet that every pastor will clock in who, what he has preached, where he has preached, who came, and the offering he took every week. Uh, look for congregation. Yeah. Yeah. Every pastor. I, I don't mean my cathedral. I said every pastor. Some churches have more than one pastor. No, you are also inside. You are fully. Ben, you are inside. You are inside. You are hiding under a pastor. So I'm assisting him. No, 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 no. Every pastor must preach at least once a week to remain a pastor. Amen. Amen. How, how is it possible? Because, because of what is um, house churches. Basantes, now we have gone further to create fellowships fellowships. A house church, a bar center is something which has the mind of an organized setting, a pulpit, a church service, and offering and dancing stars, film stars, choir, all those things about the bar center is there, it's true. But we have now created fellowships which are more informal, relaxed uh, um, forum for preaching. Amen. Amen. Forum for preaching. A fellowship is more like a platform for every pastor to go and preach somewhere. So that you can't say, that, oh, my church, there's only one pulpit and the pastor has it, so I don't want to do. Because in this church, when I'm not there, then Reverend Charles will take the pulpit. Then Reverend Dell will come. Before, you, you, when I'm not there, then I'm back again. So when will I get a chance to preach? You won't. You won't. Don't look at this pulpit. Take your eye off here. Aggie, don't look at this pulpit at all. Look, look, look somewhere. Look somewhere. Dolphin, and you say that, oh, one day, when, uh, I'm not there, Charles is not there, Dell is not there, Ishmael is not there, then uh, my day has come. That day will not come. Oh, that day will not come. Amen. House churches. Acts chapter 2. They exist and they are important. House churches. Acts chapter 2 and verse 46. I'm giving you just four points, then we are closing. 
and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of hearts in the temple and house to house the two are set side by side are are you listening to me the two are set side by side the temple and the house the temple and the house they are co-equals Acts 5 verse 42 and daily in the temple and in every house just to be sure what I'm talking about they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ what again are you confused about that is not a church what again are you hesitating that this house church is less important than this church this no Acts chapter 5 verse 42 read aloud yourself let's let's read together everybody ready go Acts 5 42 ready go Acts 5 and in every house if you tell me daily in the temple they cease not to preach and teach Jesus Christ and in their house they had fellowship I'll believe you I will agree with you if that is what the Bible said daily in the temple they cease not to preach and teach Jesus Christ and in their house breaking our bread I will agree with you that is not what it says it says in the temple and in every house every house mark that one i'm coming to it every house yeah and so some of us have made the house fellowship basenta work optional it's not important you do it anyhow chale is not working it's not it is important it's very important it's where the holy spirit came down first not in the church in the house they were not the, the first holy spirit impartation service it's not in the synagogue or in any church there were still synagogue meetings but it happened in the house it must mean something to you that the holy ghost first encounter with human beings was in a house it must mean something i don't know why you're quiet this year. I, don't, I don't care yeah so the house is a very important place for 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 the church to operate the house amen i i listen to me and 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 the house the house is all of us qualify I'm, i'm coming i'm coming to that one very soon all of us qualify you want to build a church you you can't easily have a pulpit but you can easily have a house you can easily gather some people in a house and as a pastor you are supposed to preach every week where again are you going to preach every week but in a house somewhere amen the importance of the house amen now listen to this the importance of the house 
this, I was very happy to hear this a couple of days ago. Acts chapter 8 and verse 3. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hauling men and women, committed them to prison. It's not very clear. Look at the New Living Translation. It says, but Paul, but Saul, was what? Going everywhere to do what? Destroy the church. So, to destroy the church, where should you go? Go to the church. Go to the church to destroy the church. But no, he went from where? House to house, dragging out both men and women, to throw into prison. Are, 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 you, are you listening this evening? We, you have, we have despised Bacentes house meetings, fellowships as nothing. Not knowing that that is where the church is built or destroyed. You can't easily come and worry us here. But one single landlord can close down a church in a house. That is how important it is. That is the most that is where the attacks can come on church members. And that is why we must fight hard. Hard to build churches in the houses. Amen. Are you here this evening? Hey, are you here this evening? Don't despise the household. That oh, it's just some small house fellowships. They they of nature cannot will not be very big. Doesn't matter. But they are so small that when they are multiplied, it becomes huge. Of, of, by size, by, by, by practicality, you will not get easily 50 or, 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 or 30 in a house. You won't. But you can get 10 or 12 very easily. Very easily in a house. Amen. And, and that is where we, neg- we don't pay attention not realizing that when our houses, our house churches are not working, suddenly our numbers drop. Yeah, suddenly they drop. Attendance drops. Buses don't come. People don't come. Suddenly, every big church becomes a small church. You've lost 80 people because three, four, five house churches didn't come today. Amen. Amen. So, what should we do? I'm closing. What should we do? Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. And verse 20. How? I kept nothing back. I kept back nothing. That was profitable unto you but have shown you and what and taught you publicly and from house to house every pastor must preach from house to house oh yes every pastor must preach from house to house you know when I said let me, let me finish hard 
when I said that every pastor must preach at least once a week, I'm joking. I'm joking. Because this is just the beginning. Every pastor must have at least five fellowships. Five houses where you are going house to house. Five houses. I mean, I'm just starting with one each so that I don't discourage you at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I'm starting, look, uh, look, by the end of this month, if you are a pastor and you are not preaching every week, you will you one day see that your name's off the page. That's all. There's a page called Bantama Council page. Suddenly your name is, say, oh, is that a mistake? My, my phone, is that your phone? <laughs> it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake that, uh, <coughs> I think by a mistake they have removed me from their, it's not a mistake they have removed you. Come and ask me, where is my name? Come and ask me, where is my name? That, oh, I, I saw that there's a page, Bantama Council page, Recently, uh, I'm not there again. I think there's a mistake and something, some uh, error. No, it's not an error. It's not an error. I mean, you'll still be a pastor on paper until the next TIC where you're officially removed. Acts 20.20 How I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you. I didn't mature pastors and you are not preaching, you're just sitting down keeping that point in your head. What's the use? I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have shown you and have taught publicly in the in these gatherings and from house to house. That's your assignment. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. And the house owners and the other members where he said daily in the temple and in every house where he said that. Acts 28 and verse 30 and Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house and received all that came in unto him. Tonight, I'm asking two things. One, every pastor begin to plan how to preach from house to house. And number two, every house owner house renter every person who has a house or a a place that is feasible for gathering open your house for for uh, uh, fellowship everybody no unless unless your landlord is some jack crow who is wicked and some of our Fellowship, they meet storefronts. Some of them are meeting in a classroom. Yeah. 
meeting every kind of place. But there are some of us who have nice houses that is too nice for the area boys to come. Who told you that? Open your house. Open your house and let people in. Open your house. Open your veranda. Open your garden. Open your courtyard. Open everybody. Say, oh, I don't have a house. That's one thing. You don't have a place. I have no space. That's okay. That's fine. That's your poverty level. Be there for now. But those who can, those who can, open your house. Open. Look, if, if we decide, if everybody were to open all plenty fellowships, every church would begin to grow fantastically. Every church. If everybody here had a home fellowship. Oh, recently I was talking to, today, talking to Reverend Albert. He was saying that a certain man has a school. Every student in the school must go to his church. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? It's my school. If you have a house fellowship, don't you think that some of them will follow you to church? They'll follow you to church. Even come on a Wednesday evening. They'll follow you to church and come and be here. Every pastor, every, every pastor, every shepherd, every one of us decide, decide that I will preach in a house. Amen. Lift your hand this evening. I will preach in a house. Me, I promise you, Lord, I will preach in a house, on a veranda, in a storefront, under a street light, in a corner house, in a garage, between two parked taxis. I will preach somewhere. I will preach somewhere. I, I know so much. Paul said, I have, with, I have kept nothing back that was profitable unto you. Some of you are sitting here. Recently, recently, one of my church members who was in my church, then he just left. He's going somewhere. He has gone. He has gone. Church member, oh, I saw him. How are you doing? I'm good. Where are you? I'm here. What are you doing? Oh, I'm in a different church. Okay, that's a church. Okay, be there small. Yeah, so how's the, how's the church? Oh, I'm in a branch. Hey, you are in a branch. Oh, yeah. Who's that? I'm the branch pastor. Hey, you are the branch pastor. How many are there? There are 60. Somebody who was a church member in my church, even shepherd, crowd, we couldn't see top. He has gone to a branch. He's not the branch pastor of 60 members because there they have nobody else. So when you come with small knowledge, you know, hey, you're a superstar. Charlie, take that one. And you are sitting here. You're sitting here. A branch. Look, if I tell you his name, you laugh at me. He has gone to be a branch pastor of 60 members. I said 16 or 60. 60. Yeah. He's a, he was not a, just, a, just a church member. And some of us sitting here, you know a lot of things. But unlike Paul, you have kept back. He said, I have, I have kept nothing back. Everything I know, I'm sharing. 
And as you share, you get more. Get more. More and more windows, illustrations. When you hear, that's how come I heard prophets speaking about church international climbing the mountain because I'm coming to preach. Then it struck me. This is a very good window. Because I preach, I remember these things. When you don't preach, you're just waiting for Mercedes-Benz, wife, house, car. You're waiting for those things. I know, I'm looking for points for my messages. I will preach somewhere. If you are serious, lift your hand and ask God. If you are serious, I will preach somewhere. By all means, ah, Lord, I know so much. I know, I know scriptures. Not many, but maybe three, four, five scriptures. Some cry, I don't know, but I can paraphrase. I know how to pray. I've been to prayer meetings. I've seen so many things. I have I've heard the stories. I know the windows. I must, you should preach somewhere. I must preach somewhere. This month of July, ah, let's launch out. Let's launch out into many homes, verandas, stores, kiosks, any kind of gathering. Let's launch out and preach house to house, house to house, house to house. Just put your hand on your chest, your stomach, your head, wherever you like. And just, you talk to God that, Lord, I should preach somewhere. I should preach somewhere. Somebody somewhere, somebody somewhere, I know more than him. So I, I know more than a lot of people. I know more than many, many ordinary people. As you sit here, you are a person, you are almost a general in somebody's army. Almost a general. When you go to somebody's church, they'll make you resident pastor tomorrow. When you start to quote one scripture, two scriptures, they'll say, hey, what scripture is this? This guy, where is he from? Bishop Black's church. Hey, you know loyalty. You know anointing. You know, you, you know a few things. Straight away, make him to be a leader. Make him to be a leader. This, 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 this evening, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Lord, I want to preach. I'm a lady. And so what? You're a lady. In the Bible, there are many ladies who are mentioned by name. Many ladies, Priscilla, Aquila, Chloe, so many ladies mentioned by name in the Bible. Ah, you can preach. You can preach. You can find their house. You can find their home. Find their veranda. Look, I'm too young. I'm, I, yeah, young age, age. Timothy was a young man. Was a young man when he met Paul. He was taken alongside by hand. David was a 17-year-old boy when he went to stand before. King Saul to play the the, 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 the harp. Age, you are young. You are old enough. You are old enough. You can help somebody. You can lift somebody out of darkness. You can help somebody become born again. Many JSS students, they are not born again. You can at least talk to a JSS girl and help him or help her become born again. You can reach out into so many places. There are so many kids walking around in the evenings, just hanging around, hanging around, nothing to do, nothing, nowhere to go. Oh, tonight, 
Tonight, decide, 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 I will preach somewhere. Decide, tonight, if you are serious, tell God I'm serious. This month of July, before the month ends, I'm starting. Go to your pastor, pastor, I'm starting a place. I'm starting a fellowship, not a church, not a center, anything at all. A fellowship, a small gathering of a few people that I can preach to. I can take a book. How to become a strong Christian. I can take a book. How to go to hell. How to avoid hell. I can take a book. Key facts. I can take a book. Seven great principles. There are so many, so many, so many books. You can just take a book and just read it and discuss it. Tonight, I'm just praying right now. Everybody here, everybody, let there be a spark in your heart. I will preach myself at least, at least once a week. Monday Sunday after Sunday, I'm a receiver. It's ending. Tonight, tonight, a new pledge is being made. I'm preaching. Every pastor, every pastor, every pastor, I'm preaching. Every shepherd, every serious Christian, I can open my house and I'm just welcoming somebody. Two, three, four people coming to my house. Coming to my house. And together, we'll do a Bible study, take a book. Read a chapter, discuss, and then we just break bread, then we close, then we go home. In the name of Jesus. And tonight, if you are serious about what we are discussing, God is serious. He has prophesied these things. And so we are just walking in the prophecies. These are laid down events that will happen. That there will be churches, there will be homes, temples, there will there will be preaching, the Holy Ghost will fall in somebody's house, it will happen. And that's what we are here to fulfill. Lord, let that prophecy be fulfilled in me. Let me be the next man to go forth and start a, 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 a house church. And this month of July. Is our month of house churches. We are bursting out. We are running. We are every, every, there was even one house church adjoined next to the synagogue, the temple. Yeah. A house church next to the temple. Yes. Yes. I can be next door. And I'll still have my meeting Tuesday evening or Thursday evening. Because that is the prophecy of the word and may every prophecy come to pass along with it comes your prosperity oh yes oh yes along with it comes your increase in your well-being your children great will be the peace of your children you don't know that you are saving your children you don't know that as you are building god's house god is watching over your child she will never get pregnant before her time she will, your daughter will never come home with 
illness before you are aware she's pregnant then you are wondering which schoolboy has done this what mess are we in how to go and see the boy are you may you be spared that calamity that calamity and your son will not be accused of being the father of somebody's child because the child looks like him in town but a boy who is brought up in a house where God is real you will not go that way you will not go that way father thank you this evening for these words let them be seeds in our hearts that will cause us to be stirred to rise up and become teachers and preachers of the word make us to be numbered among the pastors who feed with knowledge and the teachers the teaching priests who are there in the land bless us bless us oh god let our blessing materialize as we serve you let there be miracles of provision of every kind every type as we work for you in your house let our home be like Obed Edom's house within the shortest time let men see something has changed in this family a prosperity a breakthrough as something is happening this family since they began this fellowship I mean, I see them getting gifts from America, getting things. Their job has got a new job. His car is not breaking down again. Something has changed because God has entered your house in a new measure, in a new dimension, in a new way. Something will change. Both you and your children and your family because God is now working in your house. The ark, the ark has come to the house. May that be your story. I see, I see bright shining lights. Bright shining light. Like looking at Accra from the top. You see bright lights everywhere. Almost everywhere. Because there are now house fellowships almost everywhere. Almost everywhere. Lights everywhere. When it comes together, there's no darkness. Ah. When it comes together, there's no darkness. Ah, what a beautiful sight. What a beautiful sight. Looking down on a city from above, you see lights everywhere. That's how to look in the spirits. Lights everywhere. Lights in homes. Lights, little, little lights, big lights in homes where there are small gatherings. People together talking Holy Ghost. Opening Bible to teach and to preach and to lead people them to Christ that those who are lost will find Christ in their very homes before you venture out to church thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Father help us to run this race with strength in Jesus name and all the saints said Amen when he ran to me he took me in his arms till my we believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He called me back.